This morning, for our reflection, we'll look at the third factor of enlightenment, wise effort or right effort or balanced effort, all of those things. What qualities of mind and heart keep us bound and suffering? What qualities of mind and heart set us free? Effort and energy are intricately connected throughout our practice. The word for energy is virya in Pali, and it's so intimately connected to the effort involved in practicing. Virya is the mental effort, the energy that's present in every single moment of mental activity in relationship to our practice. The mental energy that's present in every single moment of a focused attention, concentration, mindful awareness, and investigation. As many of us have tasted at times, there's a kind of courageous and balanced effort that we're called upon to make in our practice. The about-to-be Buddha's tremendous determination and energy and the flow of his effortless effort that night under the bow tree meant that there was just enough effort being made in just the right way, just enough energy being expended in just the right way. And although each one of us knows that energy and effort are essential factors for our practice, it's shown to us directly and clearly in a very intimate way, especially during times of of our intensive practice, such as this, that a great dedication, enthusiasm, and balanced exertion and wholehearted endeavor is needed to really truly engage in this process of awakening. If anyone ever told us that one just kind of floats along uh, through it and reaches the other shore without expending very much energy, without expending much effort, that it's all really easy, we can be sure that they weren't speaking from experience, or that for some reason they weren't telling us the truth. So an important and 
crucial aspect of our practice is learning how to make wholehearted effort in the right way. It's like tuning a, a guitar. As practice develops, blossoms, and matures, we learn to recognize more and more clearly the quality of the effort that we're putting into our practice. Are we trying too hard? Are we over-efforting? Tightening and tensing with the effort that we're giving to practice? Or are we just too laid back? Lethargic? Maybe misunderstanding what a relaxed energy, attitude, and effort means in relationship with practice. Consequently, experiencing a kind of sinking body and mind and heart all too often in our practice. We need to regularly tune up the quality and the attitudinal approach of the effort that we practice with, just like a musician, even the most accomplished musician. Even that one has to tune their instrument regularly. It's like that. We need to tune up. And like a guitar player, for instance, if the strings are too tight, they break too loose, and they have no tone, and the music can't be played. As our ear, so to say, is honed, we're able to more and more easily notice when there's even a subtle imbalance, an effort, attitudinally and or energetically happening with our practice. And so we tune up subtly in order to play the beautiful music of our practice. And this goes on all through the years of our practice. Dhamma teacher, colleague, and dear friend Gina Sharp says this about wise effort. By this effort, we do not seek to improve ourselves. Rather, we open our mind to understanding the qualities of heart that keep us bound and suffering and those that set us free. This is a radical shift that requires profound kindness and compassion. So we could say that we pay attention to understand, not to judge. If we hold the view that Dhamma practice is about improving ourselves, we will then be making effort by judging whether or not we're making progress. Wise effort in our practice is towards learning how suffering and happiness happen. In order to make this shift, many of us need to work or to practice towards the ability to accept ourselves just as we are. Acceptance of the body, mind, and heart, just as it is in any given moment, is not an attitude of dropping into complacency. Working with ourselves this way is not actually about improving the self, but rather about preparing the self to actually be able to make the shift away from getting better to getting more free. And actually just in learning to accept the self, we're starting to become free of the so-called self. 
this shift is a crucial aspect of our path of practice. A question you might ask yourself now and then that can be helpful is, am I trying to get better in this moment? Or am I practicing to understand? What qualities of heart, what qualities of mind keep us bound in suffering? What qualities of heart and mind set us free? <clears throat> 